It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This episode is brought to you by the 5-Day Money Challenge. Get your stuff together with money and increase your confidence in just five days. Save your seat at WhitneyHanson.com slash money challenge and join in on the fun. Hello and welcome to the Money Nerds Podcast, where owning a calculator, budgeting your money, and having a net worth is actually cool. I'm your host, Whitney Hansen, and each week I'll be chatting with inspiring people to learn their secrets to financial success. Now let's dive into the show. What is going on? I am so excited for today's episode because this is a very special milestone. A few weeks ago, actually about a month ago, we officially hit 1 million downloads. 1 million downloads on this podcast. It is so crazy to me to think that this show has been listened to a million times. Like what the what? I love it and I'm so excited. And honestly, I have to thank you because without you, this show would be nothing. It would literally be just a little passion project that I'm doing from like my closet in my bedroom And it would really not be a show if it wasn't for you and your support and you sharing and just, oh, thank you so much. Seriously, thank you so much. This has been such a big dream of mine to have a podcast and it's so fun to see it come to fruition and to really achieve this milestone. So for today's episode, I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to share with you some of my own personal lessons learned from doing a podcast A podcast is so much fun. It's a ton of work. It's hustle every single day, but it's worth it. So let's go ahead and dive in. I've got a few key lessons that I have learned, and I hope that this helps you in your journey wherever the heck you are. Maybe it's paying off debt. Maybe it's investing and you're on the path to financial independence, or maybe you're just like I was a few years ago, just trying to figure out what do I want to do when I grow up? What type of business do I want to start? And how do I bring more value to people? So if that's you, this episode is definitely going to resonate with you too. So let's go ahead and dive into some of my favorite lessons learned from growing this podcast to a million downloads over three years of podcasting. First and foremost, my biggest piece of advice is to just go for the thing. Now, true story, when I first started this podcast, I had the inspiration to start it when I went to FinCon, which I've talked about this conference so many times. It truly has been transformational in my business. But I went to FinCon and I was connecting with people that had pretty cool money stories. I was talking to people like Melissa Thomas, who said, I just paid off debt so that I could go watch Elton John in concert and go as many times as possible. I talked to people that were just doing some incredible things, paying off a ton of debt. People like Stephen Donovan back in my early, early episodes where he actually sold his car to help him pay off debt, doing these things that are really difficult, but kind of unique. And when I started chatting with those people at FinCon, I thought, dang, this is so cool. It is so amazing that people have these really incredible stories and have done some really kind of quirky things with money to help them find their version of success. And that's when I got the idea to start this podcast. Now, when I first started it, I'm not joking. I was working my full-time job at that time. And so I 
<laughs> it was kind of cheesy, but I had some vacation time spent up. I didn't actually travel as much at that time. And so I took two sick days and I went home and I recorded 16 interviews over two days. It was intense, but I remember walking away from that and thinking, whoa, this is incredible and this is so fun. And what if, what if this could be my full-time job? I always thought that was so interesting. So after recording all of those interviews, I took a little bit of time to think on the interviews. And I honestly, I think I thought too long, if that makes sense. I let myself get in my own head and I didn't launch those interviews. I didn't launch the podcast for a year later, a year later, because I let fear and insecurity get in my way of sharing incredible stories and incredible messages. It took me an extra year to launch this podcast. And that is one of my biggest business regrets so far. I wish so badly I would have just trusted myself. I already did the work. I wish I would have put it out into the world. That was one of my biggest regrets for sure. And who knows what this podcast would be if I had launched even a year earlier. It might be in the same place. It might be even more explosive. I don't know. I really don't know. And honestly, I can't let myself go down that path. But that was one of the biggest things that I learned was don't overthink it. Go do the thing. If you've been sitting on something, maybe you've been wanting to pay off debt for a really long time and you're sitting on it because you keep overthinking it. You keep letting this stuff get into your head and you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll do it someday, but it's not really right now. I, I have kids. I've got a husband, a wife. I've got a, a partner. I've got a dog. <laughs> That's always my excuse. I have a dog, you know, but anyway, regardless, we all have these things in our lives and if you allow that to control you. If you allow your circumstances to dictate when you do something, you are never going to do it. You're never going to work that second job so that you can pay off your debt because it's never going to be convenient. That is one thing I've learned for certain. There is no time promise to us. We do not have the promise of tomorrow. So if you're sitting around and you're waiting for a more convenient time, you're really falling into this really dangerous fallacy and you need to take action now. That's again, one of my biggest regrets from my business is not launching this podcast sooner. I wish I would have had the courage to face myself head on and said, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to launch it because I think it can help people. And even if only two people listen in, it's helping two people. Even if one of those is my mom, <laughs> but regardless, that is one of my biggest lessons learned from this entire thing. Launch fast, adjust later life advice that I recommend to everybody. And I still do this today because I will never let myself sit on an idea again. Okay. The second thing that I have learned from podcasting is to celebrate the little things. Now, true story. I almost didn't celebrate 1 million downloads. I know, I know that sounds crazy because for a lot of people, a million downloads seems like a ton and it is like, I'm not discrediting that whatsoever. It is a lot of people listening in. But one of the things that I started to notice was again, I let myself get in my head. This is a common theme for this episode. I let myself get in my head and say, you know what? It's quarantine time. Like eh, who's going to actually be able to celebrate? Like I wanted to have this like little million download party. I really did. And then I was waiting and waiting and waiting and I wasn't announcing anything. And that's when I had this, this moment of like, Whitney, what the hell are you doing? Your goal is to celebrate the little things. Your goal, and you preach this to people, you pay off a debt, you go celebrate. You 
do something really cool in your life, you get a raise, go treat yourself. Like this is my whole life philosophy, but yet I wasn't living it for myself. I wasn't being true to that. And so that's why I've started to learn over the course of podcasting. When you get your first 10 downloads, you need to celebrate. When you get 20 downloads, you need to celebrate. When you get 100,000 downloads, you need to celebrate. When you launch the thing, you have to celebrate because life is so short. It is so short and it's so easy to just immediately achieve that goal, forget about it and move on to the next goal. Like this one doesn't mean anything. And I don't want you to fall into that trap either because it's easy to do. I was doing it myself. I was starting to look at, you know, celebrating the little things and thinking, okay, well, a million downloads is pretty sweet, but there's other people that have a million downloads per episode. And it's a very vicious cycle. So the only comparison that you need to do is where you were to where you are now. That is the only comparison that matters. And if you are seeing growth in your life, I want you to take a few minutes to celebrate that. Maybe it's a party. Maybe it's just a glass of wine. Maybe it's a trip, depending on what type of celebration you're doing. But take some time to celebrate the little things. It really, really does matter. Okay, the next thing that I have learned from podcasting is how important consistency is. If I only had one key to success, I would say it's consistency. I truly do believe you will find success. Now, the degree of success is not necessarily set in stone, but you will find some version of success if you just stay consistent. I promise the thing that really hurts my heart is when I see people go out there and launch something or get really excited. The start is so freaking sexy. We get excited about starting projects. That's the most fun. That's when you have the most energy, the most passion. You're so fired up. You're excited. You're going to do all the things. And then after a few weeks, if we even make it that far, it dwindles down. And pretty soon we've lost that spark. We've lost that passion. And one of, one of the things that I have learned from this podcast and talking to literally hundreds of people, and even from my own experience as a podcaster, is the people that find success are not smarter than you. They're not. They are not better. They're not necessarily more privileged in some ways they are, in some ways they're not. Sometimes these people have had crappy, crappy lives. They don't necessarily come from a trust fund. They are just average people who did the consistency every single day. They stuck with it. Those are the people that find success, especially in our society. We are such an instant gratification society that immediately when we get what we want or we don't get what we want, we quit so, so soon. I talked to somebody that has a YouTube channel and he has had a YouTube channel for six months. Six months. Now, six months is pretty good. That's like a good chunk of time to be consistent. But it's so, so short-term thinking. He was considering quitting his YouTube channel because he wasn't seeing the results that he wanted. And I immediately was like, dude, no shit, you're not seeing the results. It's only been six months. People YouTube have a YouTube channel for years. We're talking years upon years before they see any results. And I say any results meaning like mega results is what I mean, or like a full-time living type of results. But it's that short-term thinking that really hurts us. 
And a lot of that comes from a lack of consistency. Now, there's a lot of mindset stuff that comes from this too. But ultimately, what I have learned is those that are consistent find success every single time. I don't care if it's with a podcast, a YouTube channel, paying off debt, whatever the heck it is, financial independence. If you stay consistent, you will find results. I promise you that. And that is the thing that separates people that are winning from people that are not winning or not getting the results that they want. Consistency is everything. Oh, side note, if you want a really good book on consistency and why it matters so much, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy was one that I read years ago. This book is so phenomenal. It really teaches you all about why it's so important to be consistent daily and how those daily actions compound into the life you're living today. So if you're not really happy with your life, maybe stop and say, what are my daily actions that are getting me this current life result? And am I actually happy with this? Are you, when you're bored going online and shopping, (laughs) It's like a daily action, right? That's a daily habit that you have control over that ultimately, if you do that every single day, you're more likely to spend money online, on clothes, on whatever the heck you buy, and you're more likely to not have as much money to invest in your future, to pay off your debt, to have a cash cushion, whatever the heck it might be. Those daily actions matter so much. So The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, if you want to get it on, I listen to it on Audible. I subscribe to that. I think it's worth the $15, $16 by far. You can go and get that book for free at audibletrial.com slash money nerds. And man, you get it for free. See if you like Audible. If you don't like it, you can cancel it after the month after you listen to that book. But that book is so, so good when it comes to consistency and how that compounds over time. So highly, highly recommend that book. Now, the next piece of advice that I have learned from podcasting for over three years is that you have to find your own path. You really do. If you're looking for, like, you're going to listen, maybe you want to start a podcast, okay? So you want to start your own podcast, and you're listening to this show, and you're like, okay, well, Whitney shares money wins. Whitney podcasts is three times a week. She has Five Tip Fridays. She does interviews. She does all these things. That is my model. That's, that's what works for me and my podcast and my business. You have to find your own path. Now you can take inspiration from others, but if you think you can just take the same exact blueprint, copy it and get the same results, you won't. It doesn't happen that way because you are such a unique person that you have to forge your own path. Now I see this panned out in personal finance all the time. When people ask me if, does this plan work? Do these exact steps work for everybody? No, no, they don't. Because we are all nuanced individuals. We are not cookie cutters. And if you treat your life like a cookie cutter, you treat your business like a cookie cutter, and you're just looking for this perfect plan that's going to fit for everybody, you're going to be disappointed. You know, there's certain things that sure we should mimic and emulate. That's true. Success leaves clues. But at the same time, you have to find a path that works for you, whether that's in your business or your personal life or your financial life or your relationships, you have to find a path that you can get behind and that you can be excited and fulfilled with. That's one of the biggest keys to having fun and keeping that passion alive is doing it on your own, doing it your way. When I started this podcast, I really wanted a way to bring in community. I wanted a way that I could celebrate with people because I knew when I was paying off my debt, I felt weird celebrating my money wins. I really did because I I felt like it was almost bragging and I hated that because I would feel so terrible. People were telling me that, you know, they're struggling financially and they're not doing good. And I'm over here like, yo, I paid off $30,000 in 10 months. Yay me. I felt guilty. I felt like I shouldn't be celebrating that stuff. So when I created this podcast, I wanted a way for all of us to feel like we are a part of it. 
that we can celebrate the $10 savings that you got at the grocery store. We can celebrate the times that you walk away uh, from the store when you had five shirts that you were getting ready to buy and you exerted some control and some self-worth and said, you know what? I don't need this. I'm going home. I'm going to put that money into my savings or towards my debt. That's the stuff I wanted to celebrate. I wanted to be unique in that way and bring you into the, the community. Now, that is something that I, that's important for me, right? That's a value for me, but it's not necessarily a value for every single podcaster. And that's why I say you have to find your own path. You have to look at what's important to you. What are your values? What's, what's the stuff that really like fires you up and gets you excited and bring that into your journey, business, personal life, whatever the heck it is, you have to make it unique to you. And so that's just one example of a way that I didn't follow the traditional path of podcasting. And I said, you know what? I want to bring in the community. I want to shout out money wins. I want to celebrate the little things because that's what really matters. That was unique to me and to my values and to this podcast. And so that's one of those things where if you do want to start a podcast, don't just copy. Just You can use stuff for inspiration, but honestly, I don't listen to financial podcasts. And people get so confused about that because I love supporting my fellow podcasters, but I strategically do not listen to other financial people because I want my voice to be me. I want my voice to come from me or from my guests. I want to express new opinions and new thoughts that people haven't necessarily heard. And if I'm following a ton of other podcasts that are in the financial world, all I'm doing is copying what other people are saying. And I don't think that brings a lot of value to anybody. So definitely find your own path, do things your own way, whatever element of your life it is super, super important. And definitely a lesson that I learned from this show. Okay. Last and definitely not least, this is the hands down most powerful lesson I have learned from this podcast that has helped me in so many areas of my life, specifically in my business. The lesson that I had to learn is that you are never going to feel like you made it. You're never going to feel like you made it because we always reach a goal and then we move the marker. Now it's this many downloads. Now it's this much salary that I need to be making per year. Now I need to sell this much furniture to get my side hustle. We always move that marker and that's normal. It's super, super normal. But I want you to hear me because a lot of people see this stuff and it's so easy on the internet to look at people and think they have their lives together and think that they are, you know, they just like have some different like level of aura. And I've noticed this when you put yourself out there in a public way with podcasting and specifically with video, people seem to think that you have your shit together more than others. And it's not true. I think we all know that we are all just normal people just trying to figure out our way in the world. And even when you achieve these really amazing things, you're still having that comparison syndrome. And you're still feeling like, Oh, man, I've got such a way to go. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, because I think it's always important to strive for more and to do more and, and to, to have something to work towards. But at the end of the day, I need you to hear me you're never going to feel like you made it. I remember when I paid off my debt, my, my student debt of 30,000, I was hustling. I was working 80 hours a week. I was exhausted. And it was this moment when I made that final payment, I remember thinking, shouldn't I feel more excited about this? Like, shouldn't I feel better? And I remember pausing and thinking like, what the hell's wrong with me? Why do I not feel more excited about paying off my debt? Like, don't get me wrong. It was a great day. It felt a huge sigh of relief to just get rid of it. But at the same time, what I found is that achieving those milestones, 
doesn't make you feel like you made it. It really doesn't. In fact, usually the the fun part, the part that we all love the most and we get the most joy and fulfillment from is the journey. It's finding some joy in the journey. And what I learned is it wasn't paying off debt for me that mattered. It was the challenge and the consistency and to see what could I accomplish if I put my mind to a goal. That's the part that mattered the most to me. It wasn't making it. It wasn't paying off that debt. It wasn't buying my first house. It wasn't launching my business. That's not the stuff that makes you feel like you made it. And so it's just important to remember that everybody's on a journey and you have to find some joy in the journey instead of the milestones. So that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned that I carry with me all the time is I always have to pause and say, Whitney, it is about the journey. And if you can't find some joy and happiness in the journey, you're not going to feel happy when you reach this goal. You won't. And so that's something that I've had to work on a lot myself, but this podcast has definitely taught me that it's a grind. I gave a presentation at FinCon about podcasting, and one of the analogies that I used is how podcasting is like a Chinese bamboo tree. I think I'm going to have to share this in another episode at some point for sure, so definitely comment and leave a review if you want me to to share the Chinese bamboo tree story or tag me on Instagram to let me know. Um, It's a really, really good example of life, but specifically with podcasting on how you have to be patient because you're not always going to see the results that you want in the beginning, and my friend... If you just stay consistent, number one key to success, stay consistent. All right. These are all of my lessons that I have learned from podcasting and from, I mean, over three years of podcasting and oh my goodness, over a million downloads now. It's so cool to see that, but I think we're just getting started. That's one of the cool things too, is we're enjoying the journey here and I'm not necessarily stopping this podcast by any means. I really love what I do and I know it's reaching a ton of people and I appreciate all of your support, you sharing, you taking the time to review and letting me know how this is helping you with your own finances. You have no idea how much this means to me. So thank you so, so much for your time and your energy and your support over the past three and a half years. It has been such a fun journey and I would not nearly be where I am without you. So thank you so much. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let's all celebrate. Cheers, a glass of wine together, maybe a glass of coffee, whatever the heck it might be. Thank you so much again. And I will see you for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.